Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 151, Authors Promotion Show. Dream Wellness with Dr. Brian Stensler, best-selling author and chiropractor. Hello everyone, another beautiful day and uh, more than 60% of Americans are currently suffering from at least one chronic illness such as obesity, high blood pressure and diabetes. And uh, the problem is not everyone know how to tackle this problem because chronic disease is one of those things that is still not resolved and still people are uh, suffering from it. So we're going to dig into it and we have nice freebies at the end. Please stay with us till the end. All right. Hello, everyone. We are with Dr. Brian Stensler. He's a chiropractor, and uh, recently he wrote a book, best-selling book, called Dream Wellness. Welcome to my show, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to be here. <laughs> so tell me about your book. I was really excited when, when I read it. It's not only about the children. I know <laughs> you can apply all the rules to parents as well. I know as parents... We are always concerned about our kids and especially when they are sick because uh, right now my baby is sick. <laughs> She's uh, three and a half. I know it's going to affect everybody. So tell me about it and how to start writing your book. And yeah. why did you, yeah, why did you become a writer? Well, I never wanted to be a writer. Um, I, I loved being a chiropractor, a business owner. Uh, I had three offices in San Diego, California, two in New York. I was planning on opening up hundreds of wellness centers and been doing this for over 23 years. And over those 23 years, I saw all of these families, not just children, but adults coming in with all of these health problems that were mostly avoidable. And one of the things was that I noticed about the kids is many of the kids had the same problems that the parents had. And it often came down to lifestyle. So I found myself sounding like a broken record, constantly negotiating with these parents like, hey, maybe give your kids a little less sugar. Maybe don't give them the, you know, the lucky charms for breakfast, maybe something a little bit different. We would talk about it. And then the parents would start changing their diet a little bit here and there. And between that and the chiropractic care that I was providing, their lives just started dramatically changing. But for me, it was like being on a hamster wheel, constantly saying the same thing over and over and over again. So I said, I need to write a book. And so it was about probably 12 years ago that I started jotting down information. I was hoping I would be able to get a 50 page book out of it or something like that. I'm like, this is gonna be an advanced brochure. But I just kept writing and writing and writing. But there were months that I would go without writing a single page because I was so busy. And I was running all these offices. I was president of the California Chiropractic Association, doing all these other things. And I just couldn't get to finishing the book. And then I started to notice that all these different lifestyle things that I'd been telling people, if I could be like a stalker and actually follow them around, 
I would be able to really hone in on what they could do differently. It'd be so much easier because people don't want to just read books. So I created this lifestyle assessment tool called the Dream Score. I created it probably about eight years ago. And it was just basically about 80, 85 questions all about lifestyle. It's not asking about heart rate, BMI, blood pressure, body weight, or anything like that. I don't care about that right now. I mean, I care about it. It's very important. But I want to know why does someone have the blood pressure that they have? Why do they have the blood sugar that they have? Why are they not sleeping at night? Why are they having strained relationships with their parents, their teachers, their children, whatever it is? So I wanted to know why. It's all about lifestyle. So then I figured, you know what? I'm going to make the Dream Score report the tour guide through this book if I ever actually finish it. Um, and then, of course, we know a year and a half ago what happened, COVID hit. And a publishing company reached out to me and said, Dr. Stenzel, we've been doing research on you. And I could tell, you know, that they actually had done a lot of research. And he said, I believe you have a story to tell. Have you ever thought about writing a book? I'm like, well, as a matter of fact, I've been writing it for a decade now because this was a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, and he's like, oh, that's a long time. How far have you come along? I'm like, uh, maybe halfway. I don't know. And so we talked about, we went to negotiations and talked about using them as my publishing company and best decision I've ever made in my life. And within that year and a half, I finished the book and where I was once concerned that I was going to be able to squeeze out 50 pages, it came out to be 460 pages. I'm like, this is like a real book. Like I didn't want the book. Like when I got the proof copy of it, um, I said to them, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, is there any way that you can make the book bigger, like taller and wider? So it doesn't look as thick. They just laughed at me, uh, said, no, you have a lot of content in there. And that's the size of the book. So I'm like, okay, well, we're going to have to figure this out. And fortunately, the dream score will serve as the Sherpa, if you will, or the tour guide through the book. So for somebody that doesn't want to read, like you were amazing that you read the book. And that, that's incredible, especially having a three and a half year old. But I know that not everybody will read the whole book. So if they take the dream score, which is about 20 to 25 minutes, once they take that, they'll get a report and the report will tell them exactly what chapters and pages within those chapters they need to read to start implementing changes immediately. Because what do I want out of this more than anything else is a healthier America, people making lifestyle changes. Because when I started writing this book over 12 years ago, I knew the content was important, but it never became as urgent as it is now through this whole COVID experience. Because we know that the majority of the people unfortunately, that are dying from COVID have chronic illnesses such as, like you mentioned earlier, diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity, uh, and so on and so forth. So in the past year and a half, if our country, if our government was talking more about lifestyle, I believe that we would have had fewer than 650,000, almost 700,000 deaths. I think we would have had many fewer, but they didn't. All they talked about was sheltering, staying at home, don't do anything. Don't go outside and just wait for the shots and not saying the shots are good or bad. I'm not getting there, but I'm just saying that people were just waiting for that magic bullet to let them get out to society again, rather than taking control of their lives, which what are they going to do for the next pandemic? Just wait for the next shot, or are they going to try to take action in their lives? And one of the things that you said early on is that this book is not for kids, not just for kids, it's for parents. Well, it's written to parents. If I said, you know, adults, because the book is called Dream Wellness, The Five Keys to Raising Kids for a Lifetime of Physical and Mental Health. If I said, this book is Dream Wellness for adults to live healthy, nobody would buy the book because adults don't care. But they care about their kids. Like you said, they will do everything they can to keep their kids healthy. So parents, I'm just encouraging, I'm pleading to you. If you won't do it for yourself, 
do it for your kids because they are a reflection of you. They play follow the leader. They are going to be copycats. They're going to follow everything you do. So you might as well be the leader that you want your kids to follow. Exactly. That's the point. Like, first of all, if you as a parent not healthy, then you cannot raise a healthy kid. <laughs> like myself, whenever my baby is sick, I have to take care of myself because I'm sick now. <laughs> I got it from her, but I see I have to eat a lot of soups and I'm not really good with medicine. I don't like drugs and medicine. So usually I go with natural one and it really works. So the problem is people are always uh, trying to find something very fast. So that's why they go for pills and medicine, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But uh, depends how much your body gets used to it. Let, let's say if I have a very bad headache, I just sleep. That's it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I try to calm down and sleep and then after a few hours i'm okay you know so it it really depends how your lifestyle is and uh, those days that uh, was not that was not pandemic i used to do lots of regular swimming so i felt healthier <laughs> with the pandemic as you said the lifestyle changed and that's that's why i brought you here because now we can actually have some recommendation for parents and kids, especially kids staying at home. You know, it's so devastating because <laughs> <laughs> they can't they can't actually socialize with their kids, other kids, and that's the problem. What do you? I know you you said before the show that you already had COVID as well. As soon as you publish your book or you start. Uh, you were in process of publishing the book anyway, but because you already had a great background of health and probably you took some supplements and you had a good lifestyle so you could pass it all, all the family. So give us some recommendation right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Based on your dream score. Mm -hmm. I love those pages because uh, that gives you a really, that's, uh, first of all, it's very detailed. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't, uh, you didn't miss anything. You just talk about it and everybody goes through it, can also understand about the whole body and how uh, they can fix it or find the healing opportunities out of those scores. All right. Right. So, um, yes. Yeah, so I got COVID literally, I found out that I was exposed to COVID the day my book launched on Amazon. And I got the notice of this 30 minutes after I got the Amazon best-selling seal. So here I am, I'm thinking about how my wife and I are going to celebrate. And I get a text message saying, I just tested positive COVID. And I was just on a plane with this person, uh, two days before there were a bunch of us at a retreat. It was mostly medical doctors. Uh, osteopaths, naturopathic doctors, uh, ND, um, some DCs, some chiropractors. So we were all as healthy and safe as we could be. But, you know, you can't reduce every single risk in the world. I mean, even people who have all the vaccines are still getting it. So no matter what you do, you do everything you can to mitigate the risks. Uh, but more importantly than that is you need to protect your body and be prepared for it. So I live the dream lifestyle that I talk about in the book or that I write about in the book. 
And so for, for the viewers and, and listeners that don't know what DREAM is, DREAM is an acronym for the five facets or the five keys to a wellness lifestyle, D-R-E-A-M. So D is for diet. <clears throat> diet is everything that goes into your body from the outside world to the inside world. It's everything you eat, drink, taste, touch, smell, feel, hear. All the movies you watch and all the people you spend time with is just as much part of your diet as the food you consume. So I'm very careful and very conscious of my nutrition, not only the food that I consume to make sure I'm getting all the vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, and all those other things during, you know, the time that there's pathogens that are like deadly pathogens out there. But I also make sure that the people I spend time with are positive people. You know, Jim Rohn said that you are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. So we want to be very conscious of that because the old, remember the old computer term, GIGO, garbage in, garbage out. Well, if you put garbage into your body, whether it's through your mouth or through your senses, you get garbage out. So I always make sure that my diet is very nutritious. Again, not just the food I consume, but everything that I take in through my senses. The R is for relaxation. That's you giving your body a chance to call time out to reset, repair, regenerate, rejuvenate yourself. So for some people, you know, there's sleep, meditation, prayer. I do all those things. I actually don't sleep a ton. Uh, people wonder how I have so much energy. They're like, how much coffee do you drink? I'm like, I don't drink coffee. That's in my book too. Uh, you can read why I don't drink coffee. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you not to drink coffee. I'm just going to recommend that you don't need coffee all the time. That if you need coffee every day, there's something wrong. But anyway, you shouldn't need coffee for energy. If you do, there's something wrong. Nobody was born with a caffeine deficiency. I can tell you that for sure. Um, so getting the right relaxation. I make sure I do my meditations every day. I make sure I pray every day. I make sure that I get the right amount of sleep for myself so that when I wake up in the morning, I'm not tired and I make it through the day. So I've not used an alarm clock in I don't know how long with the exception of if I have like a 4 a.m. flight. So I get plenty of relaxation even though I don't sleep that many hours because my body just doesn't need it. E is for exercise. That's any, acti any activity that requires physical or mental exertion. You can find me in the gym at least four times a week doing my um, regular physical activity, working out with weight training and doing my cardio. I like doing high intensity interval training, you know, hit training. That's what I like to do because I do it for a short period of time. I get bored on cardio. I don't want to be on a machine for an hour. I'll just not do it if that were going to be the case. So um, I'm going to skip A for a second in dream. I'm going to go to M. M is mental wellness. That's connecting your inner purpose and passion to your outer goals and tasks in all phases of life being right with self-esteem, self-worth, self-values, and so on and so forth. It's creating that armor on you where when you wake up in the morning, instead of being like, oh God, it's morning. You're like, oh God, it's morning. Like you're excited, you're happy about it. And you're living that life where everything that happens, you know, you're resilient, you know how to make it through the day. So even when, you know, junk goes, you know, doesn't go the way that you want it to go, you're able to handle all setbacks gracefully. And I always say, if you can't be graceful, at least be grateful. So you have that attitude of gratitude and all this stuff I talk about in the book. So the idea is when you have a strong D-R-E-M, you should stay in A, which is being in adjustments, being in balance mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, and having optimal brain-body communication through the nervous system. See, we live our lives through our nervous system. Every organ, every muscle, every gland, every tissue, every cell in the body knows exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it because the brain tells it so. And if we endure a chemical physical or emotional stressor that we can't adapt to, we go out of adjustment. When we go out of adjustment, our brain and our body are not in optimal communication. Uh, in chiropractic, we'll call that a subluxation. Bone goes out of place, irritates the nervous system, and doesn't allow optimal communication to the brain and body. 
This is what I did for 23 years in practice, but I didn't want to be that hammer constantly knocking bones back in place. I really wanted to make my profession obsolete in the sense of needing to adjust everybody if they just lived a better lifestyle and if they only needed to come and see me for an adjustment when there was trauma, right? Because if you are able to adapt to chemical, physical, and emotional stressors because you're living a DREAM life, then, you know, heck, you don't need the chiropractor to get adjusted, but you need to have a chiropractor on your healthcare team to make sure you're an adjustment. So like people go to the dentist two to four times a year, you should go to a chiropractor a minimum of four times a year for a checkup. And if you need correction, you need corrective care, you go through a series of corrective care. If you don't, if the chiropractor doesn't find subluxations or misalignments that are irritating the nervous system, then hopefully that chiropractor will say, come back in three months or six months and we'll check you again. But in the meantime, make sure you're doing these things in your life. And that those were the things that I did through COVID. I made sure that I was living the dream lifestyle. I got adjusted. It, it's really interesting because I newly moved to Sarasota, Florida from San Diego, California. I don't know too many people. I've been living here for a month. I've met about two or three chiropractors and I'm like, who is going to adjust me when I have COVID? And I reached out to one of the two or three chiropractors that I know in the area. Turns out he got COVID at the exact same time that I did from a totally different place. Um, I think he got it from one of his patients. So when he found out that I had COVID and I knew he had COVID, I'm like, let's go adjust each other. And bam, we got each other through it um, along with all the supplementation that I took and everything else. Um, and and it, it was a fine experience. You know, I feel very blessed when people say, that my wife and I and my five and a half year old had no symptoms at all. It, one night he had an earache. He came into my room in the middle of the night with an earache. He's like, daddy, can you adjust me? You know, he was crying and I did a couple of adjustments because, you know, chiropractic tends to help ear infections and earaches quite a bit. I won't go into the whole reason why that we could do that for another show. But after a couple of adjustments, he went to sleep, woke up the next day was perfect. My wife and I, the only symptoms that we've had, a little bit of coughing, a um, little bit of stuffiness um, and fatigue. And we lost our sense of smell and that was it. And yes, we were tested. So we're not one of those people or two of those people. Let's say we had COVID and didn't really know. We had multiple tests, all came up positive. And so we know we had COVID. There's no doubt about it. Um, and when people say that we were lucky, I say there's a little bit of good fortune in there, but it wasn't luck. They say luck is when opportunity meets preparation. And so I've been preparing my whole life for whatever. I live a life of salutogenesis which is in the meaning creation of health. Most people are in defense or pathogenesis, which means that they're just, you know, disease is being created throughout their lifetime. At best, they do prevention, which means that, well, they're not really creating disease. They're doing enough to not have disease, but they're not actually doing anything to build health. And salutogenesis is about the creation of health. And that's what we talk about in the book because living that dream lifestyle is a salutogenic lifestyle. I know that that word is going to be over the head of a lot of people. Even people in my field don't know that word yet, salutogenesis. Me but too. I'll tell you, yeah, but I'll tell you that word is going to be very common in five years. And your listeners are going to be like, I heard some guy, some crazy chiropractor talking about salutogenesis so long ago. And it's going to be the word of the day because one day, hopefully in the next five years, they're going to put a value on building health, not just avoiding disease. And so the other people that were at the, um, retreat that I was at, some of them didn't fare as well. Most of the people that I was with, because a lot of them were medical doctors, some chiropractors, some naturopaths, you know, they took supplements, they did a lot of the right things. So about half of them fared very well. And an, another few of them had a tougher time. Um, and so it's just a matter of, it's not the strain that had an impact on it. It's not the amount that we got in our bodies. 
It was how prepared were our bodies for it with a little bit of luck or fortune with it. So I feel very blessed. I'm very fortunate. And I say this with all humility because I do know that there are very seemingly healthy young people that get COVID and don't make it or end up hospitalized. Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately. And I also know that there are elderly people with a lot of health problems that fare, that fare so well. And like, they don't even know that they had it. So, but those are the exceptions. That's not the norm. The norm is 99% of the people are making it through COVID without too much trouble. But, you know, we're in a world of fear. And so, you know, the media puts all the fear out there and that puts people into sympathetic dominance, right? It puts them in fight or flight, which weakens the immune system and everything else. And it just creates chaos. So you need to take it seriously. You need to be careful, but you don't need to be incredibly fearful where you're paralyzed and don't do anything in life. Take your supplements, get your adjustments, live the dream lifestyle leading up to COVID. And if you get COVID, then you really go heavy into the, uh, into the, um, uh, the vitamins and the supplements and the adjustments and whatever medications you want to take to get through it, you do what you want to do. Everyone's got their options. It's unfortunate that it seems like in this world right now, the government has a hold on what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. And we're not going to get into that conversation right now, but, um, I would say whatever resources you have, if there's something you want to use, use it. Just be safe and be smart about it. All right. I actually have to go back to what you said because you talk about so many things here. <laughs> First, you talk about coffee that I totally agree with you. I was addicted to coffee, but right now I'm coffee free. <laughs> so I don't drink coffee at all because because another the two reasons because of the sugar and also the milk because i don't drink milk and dairy products because of my asthma you see everything back get back to your whole health and then because i realize dairy product create a lot of inflammation and a lot of mucus you know and the point is as you said there are lots of advertisement there about the whole uh, nutrition you can get from coffee or milk i mean all the health benefit but right now you know i tried to have coffee one day because one day i was very tired i had so many things to do let's say after years i had one day coffee you know what happened i couldn't sleep through the night i had it in the morning and through the night i couldn't sleep so you know and I was thinking, how could I go on with the coffee <laughs> all years, three times per day, you know? And right now I don't. And then you also talk about the M, which is the mental health. I totally agree because uh, I know a lot of people have cancer. They go through the cancer much easier than others because they are they take it they take it easy. So even the uh, chemotherapy or what they do for for their treatments, they don't care too much. So they don't say, "Oh, it's the cancer," you know. So oh, that's the cancer, you know. It's going through. I know somebody who had cancer, very bad cancer. Um, Many years ago, she's still alive <laughs> after 20 years, 30 years. You know, so it, as you said, you have to have a strong foundation. 
and I love your book uh, about the mental one because it's very structured. So you go through all this course and you know, because then you go to doctor, they say, okay, stress, that causes stress. What is stress? What are those stressors? So you have to actually define those stressors. Is it? It's not only mental or emotional. There are lots of things that can create a lot of pressure to your body, right? Absolutely. I'm glad that you went that you circled back to that because I categorize them as chemical, physical, and emotional stressors. So examples of chemical stressors could be pollution that we breathe in. It could be foods that we eat that we have an allergy to, or maybe it's genetically modified or has pesticides. It's not organic. Drugs that we take, pushed or prescribed, all chemical stressors. Caffeine is a chemical stressor. Sorry, everybody. Nicotine is a chemical stressor. We're bombarded by chemical stressors every day in life. We need to be able to adapt to them if we can't avoid them. Then you have emotional stressors, right? That could be finances, relationships, your job. Um, you know, we all know what emotional, those are the easiest ones. Those are the ones that people think of, oh, you're stressed. You think about emotional stressors, right? So we all know what those are. But um, then we have the physical stressors and that could be, you know, being on your phone, on your device like this all day or talking on your phone like that. Um, we, we, see, we don't see as many people like that these days because everyone's got smartphones. But if you remember the old days when people had phones, they were like that all the time. A car accident, a fall, exercising improperly or not exercising at all or exercising properly on a misaligned spine, for example. So like people would ask me, you know, I paid my way through chiropractic school as a personal trainer. And people would ask me all the time, are squats good or bad for you? because uh, a lot of people get hurt doing squats. I say, well, squats are actually good for you if you do them properly with a properly aligned spine. The problem is most people are not aligned properly, their hips are off, and then they do a squat and they're unbalanced and they end up creating more problems and then they are getting injured. So when you do good exercises, but you're not properly aligned and your brain is not telling your muscles exactly what to do because you have those subluxations, you're not gonna get the most out of your workouts and you could actually hurt yourself. So we all endure chemical, physical, and emotional stresses every moment of our lives. So the idea would be the dream lifestyle helps you either avoid them or neutralize, you know, adapt to the ones that you cannot avoid. And I like about the adjustment as well. Let's say about, I'm going to tell you a story about my father. He, uh, he hurt his back and he, they said, you need the surgery. He went to physiotherapy, nothing helped. And he went to chiropractor. Because those days, chiropractor was not, like chiropractor has been there for a long, long time. But still, there are lots of people don't know the difference, unfortunately. But I know because my father went through this and he didn't need surgery. It was a miracle, right? After some time, he could, again, he was very healthy. He's still healthy. So he can run, not very uh, fast, but he can bike, he can walk, he could ski, you know. That's why, because he had a very uh, healthy lifestyle and he also believed in chiropractor. And that's, uh, as you said, adjustment. It, it comes from hormone adjustment, which I totally believe because all the hormones really related but i actually educate myself in functional medicine i learn because i'm not a medical doctor but uh, i learn so many things 
first interviewing with too, too many medical doctors and functional medicines and educating myself as studying functional medicine i see there is not only what you see as symptoms they may have some underlying issues which is related to your lifestyle and you have to find a way something more structured what you actually there have there in reports that's why i love those reports i mean it's very uh, distinctive first of all and it's very detailed uh, you you have a structure of how you can score your whole health and that's that's a really great point of this book Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I hope that people take advantage of it. I know that many, many more people took the, bought the book than took the dream score. So I'm sure that people are going to start reeling in yeah. and taking that dream score now. They just have to find 20 minutes to do it. And you could make it through a 460-page book in under an hour, you know, if you just take the dream score first and find out where do you need to make the biggest changes. And you had some stories there. I uh, remember one of those stories that uh, you, uh, one of your uh, close, uh, there was somebody close to you who died and you mm -hmm. work with the chiropractor, which was his son. And then uh, you actually know about the power of chiropractor there, chiropractic there, and then you actually work. You see, always you should have some inspiration to go yeah. through something. Yeah. And that was amazing. Yeah. Do was, you? Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Say what you say. No, no. Go, go ahead. Uh, I, I was going to say, you know, having that experience, that was um, his name is Nat. My mom was going to marry him, and uh, he uh, he was a retired police officer from New York, NYPD, like the real NYPD blue. And he had asked me. I was in college at the time, and I was going to be a physical therapist. And he'd asked me, "Did you ever think about being a chiropractor?" And I'm like, "Chiropractors? What do they do?" I didn't know anything about chiropractors at the time. I was 19 years old, 18, 19 years old. He's like, well, I don't really know either, but my son just started chiropractic school in Atlanta, Life University, Life College. It's like, and I've never seen my son so happy. You need to talk to him. So I started talking to his son, Steve, on the phone, and he told me about the philosophy of chiropractic. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what my whole life is about. Because I never did drugs, you know, pushed or prescribed. I didn't drink alcohol. I lived a really healthy lifestyle. So when I learned about chiropractic, that it helps the body overcome challenges without the use of drugs and surgery, right? And it helps keep the body strong and live to your potential. I was like, that is so what my life needs to be about. And so, you know, yes, Nat, Steve's father died a day and a half before the wedding. Um, and so I met Steve at his dad's funeral instead of his dad's wedding. And Steve still took me around um, to chiropractors that whole week as we had planned before that. And that's when I became a chiropractor. And he just celebrated his wedding anniversary yesterday, 17 years. And I was the best man at his wedding. So he was posted on Facebook about, you know, me giving that speech and everything. And it's just amazing. God works in amazing ways. And, uh, you know, we just have to be able to just take it in and just be able to accept and receive. But, uh, you know, just follow the journey. You know, my wife and I always say, you're always where you're supposed to be, except when you're not. But you're always where you're supposed to be. Exactly, exactly. And <clears throat> I'm saying something I'm going to add. Don't think that people, all the people are happy. We create happiness in ourselves. Everybody has their own ups and downs. And these mental problems, this emotional roller coaster during this pandemic actually forced us to 
analyze ourselves, adjust our body, and to live a healthier style. Don't go for the... Sometimes we have to. We have to go for immediate medicine or immediate help because that's how medicine works, right? Something immediate to fix us temporary. But by the time your lifestyle is not changing, you got to get back to there again. Because mm-hmm. you've, you've, you, you've heard the story about people who had chronic disease. They think that they, they are recovered, but after some time they get back there because they s- still have the same lifestyle, same diet, same uh, uh, sleep shortage, yeah. same stress, you know. So you also need some adjustment, as you said. Mm-hmm. So important to have adjust- an exercise, of course. But um, as, you say, as you see, if you have a structure to follow, go and read the book because, to be honest, I guess sometimes I read a lot of books. But sometimes when I read the book, I say, wow, that's so amazing. I mean, you really deserve to be a bestseller. And I hopefully people who really need it can access to your book, can actually improve their health through this. Because as I say, it's so structured, it's so easy to follow. And it, you don't really need technical, uh, medical uh, knowledge to understand. It's very easy for other people, ordinary. Because uh, I, I, I'm not a medical doctor, but I could read it very easily. Well, thank you for saying that. I tried to make it as easy for people to read, but sounds smart at the same time. Um, yeah. No, I, I wanted to do that. And and what you said before about the lifestyle thing, you know, one of my friends, Dane Donahue, Dr. Dane Donahue says, you can't medicate yourself out of something created by your lifestyle. And it's so on point because you can take the medications and get through it. But if your lifestyle is still the same of what created that problem in the first place, the problem's going to come back. Or if you cut out an organ and that same problem can't come back, a different problem ensues. So if you have a, if your lifestyle create a gallbladder problem and you remove the gallbladder, you may not have a gallbladder problem. Next time you might have an appendix or some other type of problem. But whatever caused it, it's not going to make it go away. You can't just take organs out. God didn't create us with too few organs, too few drugs and too many organs. We know that as a fact. So yes. <laughs> we, we got to live the lifestyle consistent with exactly. you know, staying healthy. So thank you so much for being here. I really, really want to invite you for another show in Green Healing Show because I have more audience who are really seeking for their health, fixing their health. I know everybody does, but I really wish to have you back there. And uh, if any audience have some question uh, need to be answered, they can be referred to that show as well. Awesome. Happy to participate in that. Thank you so much for that opportunity. Yes. Do you have any last word to add? Yeah. You know, if anyone wants to go and check out the book and what the book is about, you can go to dreamwellnessbook.com. And I've got bonus gifts for everybody, whether they want to buy the book or not. Anybody can take the dream score. So there'll be a click. There'll be a link there. You can just click to take the dream score. Um, You'll get a guide to reading and understanding food packaging labels a vitamin and mineral guide, which will show about deficiencies and cravings, which will be great to have during the COVID time. I even have another book there, um, an ebook, Mastering Self-Love and Finding Peace and Joy in You, which is your own understanding. And another great resource of reduced screen use for kids um, as an ebook and a digital detox for parents workbook. So all of that is for 
your listeners for free, whether they buy the book or not. All they have to go do is go to dreamwellnessbook.com. They click on a little button that says, I want the instant bonuses and they get it. Piece of cake. Thank you so much for being yeah. here. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book, Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams.